everybody. Welcome back to another episode of No Politics, Just Sports with my co-host, Andrew Brown. Today, we're kind of just going to be going through the three sports again, just some news and updates and talk about some interesting stuff in between each sports. Um, first, let's let's go back to the bubble. Let's talk NBA. What are your predictions now that we're down to four? Oh, well. Well, of course, I'm, I'm a little biased when it comes to the Boston Celtics, but this Miami Heat team is seems to be a little bit unstoppable. Even though the Celtics got to them, uh, they are – really young and they can shoot and they're going to they're going to uh, compete in it. I don't see them stopping at this point unless the Celtics can put their team issues aside and, and uh, put a couple good games together. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. And the team issues, I honestly think were a little bit over overreacted to. I think it was just some tension and just, well, when you blow two leads of 10 or more points in the Eastern Conference Finals, I wouldn't be too happy either. And I think they got that out of the way. They came back in game three, had a really big win. Jalen Brown had a great game. And yeah, 26 points for Jalen Brown, uh, yeah, 25 for Tatum, and 21 for Walker. So Exactly. And I want to talk about Gordon Hayward coming back. He only had six points, but he just – something about him being in that offense. They glue together, and they just play better. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, they seem to get it done. And then, uh, well, that crucial block, uh, that's just, there's nothing you can do about that block. That it was one, probably that, one of the best blocks I've ever seen. It hurts. Yeah, it does. It was, it was, it was incredible. I mean, well, game I saving. Give, yeah, I got to give all credit to the Heat. They're, they're playing a lot better than anybody thought they ever would. But it's not over. It's not over. So, no, it's going to be a long series. And now let's shift over to the West Nuggets, oh. surprisingly. Beat the Clippers in the best of seven. I don't want to talk. We're not even going to talk about Doc Rivers because I respect him, but he's got some. He's got some heat under his seat, and um, as he should, as he should, he should. Yes, and the Lakers just went up two zero with a devastating loss on an Anthony Davis buzzer beater. I don't see the Nuggets coming back from this one. Well, we can only go all based off of their former uh, performances, and they've come back from leads in all of their. Uh, yep. series so Two, far so so this is this is nothing new for this Denver Nuggets team and I, I think they we, once again can't rule them out here they've uh of course they lost by two points on a buzzer beater I mean they're they're right in there they're not getting blown out by yeah I agree now so they, they've got a chance prediction who makes the finals and who wins it um for me I think that the Los Angeles Lakers are pretty much unstoppable they've played such a good basketball from the start and Having seen them just roll on and through this, I, I mean, I I agree with your statement that I just don't see that the the Nuggets coming back, even though they have, but I, I see them winning in uh, five or six, uh, most likely five, and then uh, shift over to Celtics Heat. I, I believe that the um, the Miami Heat will will finish and, and win it, just because I just don't see them them slowing down at all. They're they're playing really good basketball. Yes, they did slow down. Uh, this past game, but I think the, the the Celtics had a little fire, but um, I think this Heat team is just is just hard to beat, and they they want it more than than the Celtics do, in my honest opinion. It doesn't mean that the Celtics won't come back, but I just see the Miami Heat and, and the uh, Los Angeles Lakers in the finals. What about you? Bold prediction. I think the Lakers win in either four or five Breeze past the Nuggets, and I think that the Boston Celtics take the Miami Heat to seven games and win in Game 7 in a low-scoring matchup. And then the Celtics go off and face LeBron. And 
we'll see how that series goes. When yeah, it gets well, there. I, I, I hope you're that, right. I truly do. I, I truly think the Celtics can put up with the Lakers. I, I People will call me crazy. I think they have what it takes to go up against the Lakers. I do. They've got the team. They've got the team. I mean, they're, they're making they're making years, every year since LeBron went to LA, which it's been, I believe, two years. Yep. Correct. Yep. It's been a one-one series each year, so I mean they don't kill us each year, and even when yeah, we yeah. lose to them, it's not by ten, fifteen. It's by less than five. So it's gonna be close. It all depends on how Brad Stevens puts his team together, uses the rotations, and just puts in the right guys at the right time, and hopefully we can stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, that that's that's an issue there. All trouble and stay healthy as well. Yeah, Gordon yeah. out there. Alrighty, I mean, I think that pretty much sums up the NBA, yeah, and we can yeah, stay absolutely. with that as it goes on. Next, the best time of the year. Let's go to NFL football. What are your uh, first two week thoughts? Injuries, injuries, injuries. Barkley out with a with a torn ACL. Bose out with a torn ACL. Yeah. Garoppolo ankle. He's not going to come back. Raheem Mostert, doubtful for week three. Drew Locke, uh, the, the the list goes on and on. What a what a horrible week for, for NFL football. And, and um, fantasy football owners. And, oh, yeah, <laughs> fantasy football owners are not happy, including me, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who just got unlucky. with, with uh, Also, Devontae Adams. Questionable Christian McCaffrey for you, Christian McCaffrey guys who took him one overall. No, I took him um, one, and he's out for four to six weeks. Yeah, that, that, that's 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 another one. Anthony Barr. This isn't mostly uh, this isn't uh, fantasy, but Anthony Barr for the Vikings, a big defender. He's out. He, he's done uh, for the year with a peck. Um, and once again, the list continues. So I don't know what happened, but this is this is not good for the NFL. Um, no, yeah, this is especially for fantasy when it when you come to it. But my question is, I want to ask you a question: Who who are you looking to replace your your Barkley? Who who do you see? Who do you see on the free agent market that that you can maybe pick up uh, and and replace Barkley or McCaffrey for a few weeks? Great question. Um, what I like to look at is, I really well, he's probably not a free agent, but I love Jonathan Taylor. He's the lead back now, and. Indianapolis, and he had last week 26 Outstanding carries. week against the Minnesota 20, Vikings, yeah. 20 of those were in the first half. So, I like him. You might want to pick up Naheem Hines as well. And yeah, then... I, I like, um, personally, I like um, Jarek McKinnon. I think he can yes. come out and, and replace Mozart for a few weeks and, and, and put up a few good numbers. He was supposed to, but unluckily he's been hurt. For the past two yeah. years, he was he was supposed to be the guy, and some but, good um, and some good um waiver wire pickups could be. I'm gonna list off a few here. Um, Mike Davis, I uh, got 15.5 PPR league last week. Uh, I also like Joshua Kelly. I don't know why, but Eckler's not getting it done, and they're honestly giving the ball a lot to Kelly this year, and he's getting more of the main carries, and Eckler's still that like Christian McCaffrey type back, but not as much rushes. And then third, I, I'm starting to like, because Saquon being now Deion Lewis last week, I mean, he only had 10 rushes for 20 yards and a touchdown, but he also had four catches for 36 yards for 15.6 points. So, I mean, if you're just looking for, like, someone to get by, a flex position, those are the three I personally like. But it's Yeah, I, I mean, I would look at – apparently the New York Giants are, are um, going out for Devontae Freeman. I'm excited for that. 
that would be great for them. But I don't know. He's going to probably want a big paycheck coming in. So it probably wouldn't end up being a, a huge move for the Giants if they do. But Deion Lewis is, is nothing less than serviceable. I mean, he'll get the job done, but not as well as Saquon. But obviously the Giants aren't necessarily a playoff contender here this year. So this this will just get him through the season. And hopefully um, Saquon will come back better than ever. And hopefully they'll get another draft pick and, and imp- improve every year. Yeah, it's terrible to see someone like Saquon go down so early with such a such potential to have another great season. Yeah, uh, well, I want to do a little segment here. I'm going to list off a few names for fantasy, and they've either had uh, an interesting, uh, bad week, maybe a few bad weeks, and I want to. I'm just going to say in or out if you or let go or, or keep. You know, okay. maybe we can see um, who, who, what your opinions are, and who should we keep and. Who you shouldn't? And my first one is Rob Gronkowski. Should you keep him or let him let him go? Let him walk. You gotta ship him out, man. I I personally don't think he's on the level even close to where he was. I mean, last week he didn't even have a catch. Week nope, before, did not he record had a two point. Catches for eleven yards. He's obviously not getting targeted or not getting the play time that he used to have in New England, where he was the main option. I mean, with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin's out, but he'll be back. Another OJ Howard. I mean, they've got so many options. I, I just don't think he's – I think you need to get rid of him. I agree. I think um, I was a big Rob Gronkowski investor uh, through my fantasy leagues, but it's only because he's Rob Gronkowski. And, and so you can't really – you can't expect anything less at the beginning from him other than just being a beast as he was. I mean, yeah, when he, he came in and – recorded 3.1 fantasy points in week one, which was disappointing. But that, that when he doesn't even receive, get a catch, or, or no receptions, no yards, no no nothing. They didn't even target him. Well, they maybe targeted him, but no he catches. One, one target. Yep. One target. So that's just that's just not – at this point, week two, you're going to have to probably let him go or, or at least try to get some trade bait for him. Yeah, Another I would guy, definitely try to get some trade bait. Another guy that I think you shouldn't trade, maybe keep around, is Kenyon Drake. A lot of people are talking about how Kenyon Drake, he's had a couple disappointing uh, weeks, not not living up to the potential as everybody has ranked him just yet. But don't let him go. Don't let him go just yet, in my opinion. He's yeah. still got a lot of potential. Of course. And a lot of people jump to the boat saying, oh, my God, you need to trade this guy. You need to trade this guy. It, hey, man, they had no preseason. Barely, they didn't have a lot of, like, con really physical contact so it's everybody's it's different for everybody so you can't get on their butt yet and even with Kenyon Drake first week he had 16 attempts for 60 yards and a touchdown second week 20 for 86 I mean he's getting the carries he's averaging close to four yards a carry every game I mean you you can't give up on him yet you got to let him develop especially with Arizona next few weeks they play Detroit Carolina and the Jets I mean those are great Matchups for a fantasy back. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, another question. So, uh, last week Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt went off against the Bengals defense, uh, a weak Bengals defense. Now, do you think that'll continue, or or will you have to ch- decide between Chubb or 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 um or what's his name there? I already blanked on his name. Hunt. <laughs> Kareem Hunt there. Um, <laughs> Chubb, in my opinion, is always going to be the first option, no matter what. He's just that next tier player. And he went up against a really tough Baltimore defense week one. He had 10 um, – he only had 10 rushes for 60 yards. And a lot of people say, well, why is he getting the carries? Well, because he's going up against a top five rushing defense in the league. He's not going to get those carries. They're going to 
And when you're down 30, you got to you have to sling the rock. And yes, he did go up against a really poor Cincinnati defense, but he did have 22 carries for 124 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, you can't. You just he's got to be your number one. Kareem Hunt's good, but he's also not on the level that Nick Chubb is. Yeah. Uh, another question. Um, the Saints defense gave up 34 points to the Las Vegas Raiders last night, and their home opener. Uh, if you got, if you're an investor in the Saints defense, do, do you keep them or let them go? As a former Saints defense owner, they're tough because they can show out and they can also, like you said, give up 34 points. Exactly. But I've got five words. Don't sleep on the Raiders. I think they are talented. I think Derek Carr is a very underrated quarterback. Josh Jacobs and receivers like Darren Waller, Nelson Aguilar, even though he's got some hate and people like Tyrell Williams and the rookie Henry Ruggs, I think the Raiders can be good, and I think they can make a wild card spot because, I I mean, I don't see them beating KC for the division, but wild card easily. I mean, they're a good team, and they were underrated going up against the Saints. Absolutely, and also um, Joe Burrow, if he's still available in your league, I say pick him up and maybe use him for a little bit of trade bait here. I mean, 60 pass attempts as a rookie, that's insane. Oh, please, please, and he's looking, looking like the next stud coming into the league. He's got. He, he's gonna. Um, he's gonna put up a lot of points. It, it seems as they don't really run the ball very much, or they just didn't against uh, against that team there. Who they played? The did they play the um, Steelers? Is did that? Is that who they played? The Bengals. Yes. They played. Um... Oh no! They played the Browns there. They played yeah. the Browns, um, and and the Browns defense. Who knows what you're gonna get from the Browns? I mean, uh, but anyway, I think that. Um, the uh, Joe Burrow investment is, is key. Keep him around. Maybe maybe trade him for somebody who's got a weaker quarterback. Or maybe even Justin Herbert. Okay. He had a great game against the Chiefs. He did. I'll I, give I'm excited. I like and him. Going a little biased here. As a Dolphins fan, I say you just put two in, man. You see, the Bengals are not scared of Burrow. The, the Chargers had no problem. Well, they had no choice. But you see Herbert winning, and he probably just won the starting quarterback spot. Why not just put – the Dolphins have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? It's not a – Other than games. It's not a Super Bowl year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have nothing to lose. We have anything. All we have to do is gain. And Fitzpatrick, he's not bad. But why not just give Tua a shot? And if he doesn't play well, you put Fitzpatrick back in. I mean, you're not – you're not gonna have any loss by trying to start him. No, you're not. You're 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 just wasting. In my opinion, I think the Dolphins are just wasting time by by putting Fitzpatrick in there. He's what right. eighty years old. He should just go back and to be and be a professor at, at Cornell or whatever. Or Har- I don't even know where he would go to Harvard. <laughs> Who knows? Like like just like he he's old and and he's not gonna lead you to the title this year. And, and he's right no, now he's they're just using him. And I think that uh, if they want to become the team that they're supposed to be in a few years, you bring into it. You're wasting your time with, with uh, Fitzpatrick. I mean, I know that they pay him and all, but you, you got to bring in your, your quarterback now and get him used to it and start. Cause he, who knows? He might have a chance. If he starts next week, he might have a chance to, to even win the uh, rookie of the year. I mean, if he has a, a, an outstanding year and maybe brings the dolphins to a better record than, than they are projected. But I, I don't know. I, I totally think that Tua should be playing it at this point and not Fitzpatrick. I agree. I agree completely. All right. I know it's early. 
any predictions as far as who you see winning their division and whatnot? Well, what what are your takes? I want to hear your takes first. Well, let me uh take a look at the standings here. All right. Wait a second. All right. In the AFC East, we have Buffalo at 2-0, and and then Jets and the Dolphins, bottom of the barrel, and the Patriots 1-1. I think Buffalo wins that division easily, personally. I think they do have a great quarterback. I'd love – he's – I think he's got a little overhype right now because he's got the most passing yards. It's only been two games. It's one up against two of the worst defense in the league. But – it does take skill, and I do think he's going to be good, but I'm excited to see him go up against a team like the Raiders – or I'm sorry, excuse me, the Ravens or someone like that with a tough defense. But I do think they'll win that division with these, and the Patriots could potentially make a wild card. In the AFC North, the Steelers – I like the Steelers. I don't think they're out of it. The Ravens, I think, will take the division, though. But the Steelers are very, very close. The AFC South, I think that's easy – Titans, for sure. Yeah, yep. And then for the AFC West, the Raiders are right there with the Chiefs, but I think Patrick Mahomes is just – and their team are on another level. But don't count out the Raiders for a wild card spot either. And just notice this, the Texans are 0-2. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have a hot take, a few hot takes. Um, I think Bill Belichick uh, and Cam Newton – and the Patriots take the division, take the AFC East over the Bills. I think the Bills will eventually slow down. I don't think, uh, I don't know who they've played, but I, I just see the Patriots. They, they look like a powerhouse. They, they lost a tough one uh, to the Seahawks, who are, are very good. Um, but I think the Patriots end up winning that division, getting lucky over the Bills. But it'll be a close race no matter what. And uh, let's be honest, who, who's beating the Chiefs? I don't think anybody at this point. Not, even the Raiders, yeah, they've started hot, hot, but. Patrick Mahomes and the boys will will finish strong. Um, when it comes to the Ravens uh, and the a- AFC North, I think the Steelers have been taking the division. I think the Steelers' defense is just tough to beat, and at the time, at, at when it comes down to it, the, the Steelers' defense will will win them games and and, and uh, put them over the Ravens uh, in, in the division. And um, in the AFC South, yeah, this is this is a tough one to see that the Texans are owned too, but they have played. Uh, some, a couple, a couple tough teams, especially the Ravens. Um, yeah, that is a tough. We can't count Deshaun Watson out for for sure. Um, the Titans look good. It's tough to go against them, but I see the Texans coming out of that zero two hole and winning that division. Okay, I if, that's that's definitely a possibility. It's yeah, a, possibility. a little bit of a hot take there. And let's no, shift over like to the it. NFC East. What, what are your stance on the NFC? Just stop it with the Washington football team, man. <laughs> They're not doing anything. We all know that the Dallas Cowboys are going to win that division with a record of nine and seven or ten and six. And, I don't know. Well, if Mike McCarthy can get his crap together, I think they will win. I think he's being a little. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. He has. Let, let me let me just say I, something real quick. If the um, if the Falcons defense. I mean, sorry, if the Falcons defense, not the Falcons defense, if the Falcons can know how to receive an onside kick, they don't need to wait for it to go 10 yards. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. I thought everybody had to wait. I don't know why. 
now that's their job, isn't it? Now I'm assuming most of them haven't played in special teams because they're they've probably been their cornerback or you know the starting they have had the starting role on their teams. But but please, we need to know football here. The the Cowboys snuck away with that with that a win, and they yeah, should the Cowboys not, should be owing too. They did not deserve a win there, and. and even if we if we see how bad they were down, I mean, I still don't think they're playing good football, no matter if they came back or not. Um, I, I just don't see the Cowboys. I guess they don't have much competition in that division. But um, until I see more more uh, games out of the Washington football team, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough. I hope Washington puts together a team. I don't think they will. I think the Cowboys yeah. end up winning, but. I think the Cowboys should be 0-2 right now, and, and Cowboys fans and Cowboys and anybody who's rooting for the Cowboys should be concerned about about their um, about their team. They they should walk away with with a with a cheap win, uh, but a win is a win. I got all right. Back to it. I want to talk about the Green Bay Packers. Aaron oh, Rodgers is on a mission this year and they will easily win that division this is a hot take they will easily win that division and get right back to the conference championship like they were last year no 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 yes, you they got will it wrong, my they friend. will he they played a weak vikings defense at least in week 1 a young vikings defense they played a weak lions team who can't even put put a, a win together no matter what for like the past decade i mean come on let's not give aaron rodgers too much credit he he's old now they haven't he, played anybody he is my, old. They, now I, guess what i i may be a minnesota vikings fan but i just go be, off based off of former um Former wins and, and and former um stats and guess what in two thousand eight the Minnesota Vikings started off zero two their first two losses were to the Packers and the Colts and they this year they've lost to the Packers and the Colts in the week one and two in two thousand eight they came back and finished ten and six and won the NFC why not do it again this year oh they're not God. done yet they're not done Kirk yet Cousins, Kirk Cousins yeah he might be last but come on he's Kirk Cousins he's getting paid. He's going to come back, and, and he'll have a strong year. I, I'm telling you right now, I am pissed. I, I, I'm not happy with Kirk Cousins and his performances right now, but stop stop with that right now. The Green Bay Packers <laughs> will fall, and, and the Minnesota Vikings will come back out. On I guess, I guess we'll have to see. All righty. NFC South, um, Panthers, Falcons, both 0-2. I don't think they have what it takes. Let's talk about the Buccaneers versus the Saints. They're both one and one. Tom Brady has not been looking like the old Tom Brady. No, no, and, and nor nor should we have been expecting him to come out and, and be the Tom Brady. In my opinion, from the beginning, when when he signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I saw it as a vacation. Where is Tom Brady going to end up at the end of his career? He's going to vacation in in Florida, so he's gonna he's gonna be there. Is he is he taking this seriously? I'm sure he is. But I just, I see I just it as a as a relaxation. I think, oh, he. I don't think he can just come in here and assume that he's going to be the old Tom Brady. He's forty years old, or however how old he is. And I just don't see this as being as serious as it should be. I, I mean, bringing back Gronk, it's kind of been more of a soap opera than than football. I agree. And I, I don't think they have what it takes. And I, and I wouldn't be shocked to see the Buccaneers fall out of the playoffs and kind of wake up all of these. Uh, fantasy takes that uh, the Buccaneers are, are going to be the next Super Bowl contenders. I think the Saints walk away with it. 
I mean, obviously they had a devastating loss to the uh, Raiders last night, and, and they didn't play very well. But I mean, it's Drew Brees, and Drew Brees is a better older quarterback than Tom Brady from from what, what I can see at the moment. I was who's the better who's the best quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. But it, his luck runs out. Agreed. And I think the Saints just their offense is too dominant, and I think they are still on a mission from back in 2017 when they lost to the Vikings, then got the defensive P.I. call. Then last year when they got beat by the Vikings again with a controversial P.I. call. Oh, we won't talk on that, but it was it was controversial. Oh. It was controversial. Yeah. But, hey, they're, they've, they've still got – I think they've still got something to prove to everybody. Bring in Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> or Jameis. Winston. Oh my God! Where's Winston last night? He he's good for a pick. I mean, at least, but he'll get you a few touchdowns here and there. Yeah, yeah. Down to if the... I'm Winston. I'm pissed. <laughs> I, I I guess down to the NFC West. Uh, we got the 49ers at one and one. I don't think they're going to be the same team with Garoppolo being out. I believe he's out four to six weeks. Bose is yeah, and, and of course, Bose is done. Their I mean, wide receiver they, core is completely gone. They are screwed, and I don't know how they got punished so bad in week two, but I still don't think they finish. They finished in last or in second to last. I still think they put up a fight. I mean, this team was so good, and Kyle Shanahan, a great coach over there, run, knows how to run a football team. So I still don't think – and, of course, we'll get these guys back at some point. I don't think they're they're not done. I mean, obviously, both is gone for the year, but Garoppolo will come back. And even – Garoppolo isn't even the biggest part of, the, of their offense. You know, it's the running game that they that they live upon. And they still oh, have – For sure. McKinnon. I mean, the running they back core they have. Absolutely. Yeah. McKinnon's going to run it. And I like I said at the beginning uh, with the fantasy takes, yeah, bring up – McKinnon's going to have to run it. And that's what he does, and that's what they brought him here for. I mean, yeah, injuries have designated him, but he's going He's going to come back. But the Arizona Cardinals, Mr. Kyler Murray running the show. I love it. Do you think they have what it takes? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that's a hot take, but they do. Kyler okay. Murray is running the show. Kyler Murray – can bring them there. I don't think they need to have the bit, the best talent. They certainly don't have the best talent, but they can. If Drake can put up decent numbers while Kyler Murray throws for three touchdowns and decent amount of yards with limited amount of interceptions this year, they will be a D team to beat. And I don't see them slowing down, even though they could possibly. I know it's only week two. Tough. To, it's really tough to do that on week two. But they look strong, and Kyler Murray looks the strongest out of all, out of all these young quarterbacks. In my opinion. Agreed, agreed. And I think the Rams are off to a little hot streak, but I don't think that they can continue. I don't see nope, Goff I, continuing. I, I think Goff had a great year when they went to the Super Bowl, but I think after that, it was kind of just like it was like Carson had a down year last just year, just like a Cinderella story. Exactly, they had they had a down year last year, and they didn't really add too much. I mean, they brought in Ramsey midseason. But I don't. Well, they really, really. He's not what he used to be, and no, he's not. He's everybody not. thinks he is, and he's really not. They gave away Gurley, um, and, and they brought in a young a young running back. I still don't think their team has changed much from last year, so we can't expect a better result, or or a much better result, I should say, than than last year if they if they did make many changes. Agreed, and I know you like the Cardinals, and I respect all Kyler Murray. I respect him and that whole team, but I think that. I 
I've always liked him. I love Russell Wilson this year and the team that they've put together. And they're at 2-0 right now, won a tough game against the Patriots, and an easy, well, it was a slightly easy game against the Falcons. But I think they, they will come out of the NFC West at about 11-5 and or 12-4 and and make it to at least the second round of the playoffs. But, but we'll, we'll have to see, man. I mean, the year's going to develop. Injuries could always happen. It'll be an interesting year. And just just to throw some stats in here, um, the Seahawks have scored the most points in their division at 73 throughout two games. But they've also, this is a surprising set points. to me, they've allowed the most points, which is shocking because of the Seahawks defense, that them being known as so strong this year. They, they're giving up points, but they're scoring points. Agreed. So that we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Russell Wilson, let's be honest, he's going to be, he should be an MVP. He's, he's in the talks right now. He's going to be, he, he's, he's the same quarterback. He always has been. He's been ripped off from, from so many good, good years of, of playoff contention and even MVP contention. I, I, I've been sleeping. A lot of people have been sleeping on Russell Wilson. I've been one of them for a couple years now, but I finally opened my eyes to see how good of a quarterback he is mm-hmm. and, and how good this team could be. But I still think, I still think the Arizona Cardinals shocked the world and bring, bring a good team together here. It'd be interesting to see. And I think that closes out football. Yeah. I mean, things will change and teams will start to decline or grow i i have one more thing about about football and i want to just ask you the philadelphia eagles uh are we concerned with carson wentz uh another fantasy football thing two things for you are we concerned with the eagles and uh carson wentz do we do we keep him what what are we doing with carson here i mean i don't know what's going on he had a great year until he tore his acl i mean They've played the Washington football team and the Rams. I mean, those are not two powerhouses. No, they're not. Washington football team is supposed to finish close to dead last, and the Los Angeles Rams weren't expected to do anything. With not that great of a defense, their offense is kind of strong, but Goff is hit or miss in a lot of games. But as far as Carson Wentz goes, man, I mean, in two games he's got 450 passing yards, which is not good. Only two touchdowns and four picks. I mean, that's going up against two really crappy defenses. I mean, that later down the road, he's got to go up against the 49ers, the Steelers, the Ravens. Those are back to back to back. I mean, and speaking about speaking of Cinderella stories being over, I, I think this is the epitome of of that. It's just simply, they, they won that Super Bowl with Nick, and Nick is obviously long gone, but. I, I just don't see them them competing as as much as they did, if not at all, this year. Uh, with the- I don't I don't know what happened. I mean, it could have been the ACL injury. I could have messed him up, but I he's changed as a quarterback, and we're gonna have to hope for the best. Absolutely, that's all I wanted. So so we can move on. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Lastly, MLB coming close to the playoffs here. All right, so uh, we can start with with a few. Hot takes, if you'd like. There, there are some teams on the bubble. There are some teams that are to be clinched. Obviously, uh, the Dodgers and Padres have clinched uh, in in the NL, and uh, the Rays, Yankees, White Sox, and Twins have all clinched uh, the playoff uh, playoff spot this year. Um, with the extended playoffs, obviously, uh, top two in the division make it, and two wild card. Uh, who do you who do you think gets in, and who do you think doesn't? Okay, well, obviously we got the Rays and the Yankees, so it was made it for the East. The yep. White Sox and so and the, I'm sorry, the White Sox and the Twins for the AL Central, and the AL mm-hmm. West, the uh, Athletics have already clinched. 
I think Houston personally. Uh, they're up three games on the Mariners, and they there's what like five or six games left, I believe. Uh, yes, there are five games left. Uh, maybe six for a doubleheader, but uh, yes, five, five or I don't six. See, see, I like Seattle. They've got a semi-strong upcoming team, but I don't think they come back from this. But they now you said there's two wild card teams as well. Uh, yes, there are. So there are two wild card teams and one and two from each division. So top okay. two from each division. Yep. And so, right now, as as it stands, it looks like uh, Cleveland. It's yep. two games ahead. They're, they're gonna they're gonna definitely clinch a playoff spot at some point. But it, I, I mean, mean, in the in, it's in the AL Toronto, card, it's gonna be between Toronto and Houston. At the at the at the AL, well, Houston's got a spot. That's that's the thing. So Houston, right now, Houston. Oh yeah, well, it, they could push Houston out, I guess. But um, at the the AL wild card is not nearly as close to the NL. I mean, Cleveland's 30 and 24, which are two games ahead of Toronto, who's in second for the wild card. And then we go down and the third place oh, wow. team is, is Seattle, who, who's 24 and 30. They, they, they don't even have a chance. So, so and basically then, yeah. uh, whoever these, these teams are set, the playoffs are set in the AL. And then talk about the, the NL, NL. It's super close. It is a tight race, an extremely tight, tight race. It is between four teams in the wild card. And you could even see a team like Cincinnati or Philadelphia, maybe Philadelphia. I'm not sure how they're doing so far, but you can see them sneak in into their second spot in their division and move up in the standings. Um, if I look here, it looks as if the Phillies are in third and they're only one game back in the Marlins. They're one game so back in the Marlins really and, half a, and only half a game back of the Reds. It is extremely exciting over here in the NL and the Reds winning nine of their last ten. I mean, they are hot, hot. And they're they're gonna make us they're gonna make a run here. But we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um so who who do you think uh, is? Do you see any um, hot takes or? We're going down to the NL West. The Dodgers once again have an amazing regular season, and I'm still waiting for them to prove to me that they are a World Series team. I mean, they go to the postseason, supposed to have a great year, and it's just a bust. It seems to be every year, and obviously they're winning their division. And the San Diego made the playoffs as well. I love San Diego this year too. And then this, the Giants, I don't see coming back for the wild card. The Cubs, 32 and 22, the Cardinals aren't going to come back from that. And that's going to be a tough race for between the Cardinals and Cincinnati for that second spot. And I think whatever team doesn't make it will make the wild card. And then going yes. to the NL East, the Braves have it, obviously. And I think mm-hmm. it's a really close race between the Marlins and Philadelphia. And like I said, we'll go – it's going to be a tough race between the Marlins, the Phillies, the Reds, and the Cardinals. As far as and as it stands right now, it looks like if the playoffs ended today, uh, Philadelphia would be playing Los Angeles, uh, which, uh, well, the Dodgers of, of Los Angeles, that is. Um, I, I don't think uh, Philly puts up a fight there, even if that ends up happening. It looks like Cincinnati would play Chicago, which would be tight. Uh, St. Louis would get stuck with playing a, a good Atlanta team. And surprisingly, San Diego sitting in fourth, uh, they play Miami, which I think San Diego would roll right over at Miami as much as I like Miami and, and I'm rooting for them, even if when everybody counted them out this year. Um, and over in the American League, uh, it looks like Toronto would play Tampa Bay. I think that would be closer than people would seem would make it sound. And Cleveland and Chicago 
is going to be a good series, and then Houston would end up playing Oakland, and then then here here's what I think the best series would be Minnesota versus New York with the four and five, and and that would be a very very a good series to watch, especially with New York. Um, hit they're both powerhouses hitting wise, uh, not not too. Many big names when it comes to the rotation, but it's definitely going to be a fun playoffs to watch. It's it's a lot of baseball, and and who who can who complains about more baseball? I guess anybody who doesn't like baseball, but uh, <laughs> not me, that's for sure. And um, this is my hot take, and it's going to be a big one. Going down to the NL first, I think that the the NL championship will be between the LA Dodgers. And the Atlanta Braves. Ooh, you're taking the Atlanta Braves. I love the Braves. And going up to the AL, I believe the championship will be between the Oakland Athletics and this is tough, but I'm going out on a limb and saying the Tampa Bay Rays. Wow. I knew it wasn't going to be the New York Yankees. That's well, I, sure. I'm sorry, everybody, every Yankee fan out there. I will, I can't pick the Yankees. I'm sorry. All respect, but I can't pick them. Uh, well, for me, if I had to if I had to pick a, a, a National League Championship Series uh, matchup, I mean, I'm sorry. But let's, let's look at the best rotation in baseball in the Cincinnati Reds. Come on. They're going to oh win my games. God. They, Listen, we got they've got Sonny Gray, they got Trevor Bauer, they got Luis Castillo. That'll get them through the first series. We'll probably sweep them. We could sweep the Cubs. They don't have pitching. We do. Yeah, you Darvish. We put you Darvish against Trevor Bauer before Trevor Bauer came out on top. They come out and they win. We've got we got serviceable guys and Tyler Malley, even Michael Lorenzen, uh, Mikey Biceps throwing Mikey in there for biceps. the starts. He's going to win, and I think the the Cincinnati Reds. We'll be playing the Los Angeles Dodgers in in the championship series. Wow! And, and I'm telling you. And then if we if we go to the American League uh, championship series, I mean, it pains me. It, it it's a stab in my chest, but the New York Yankees won't stop, and they won't stop, and I want them to, but they win games repeatedly. And you know Mashiro Tanaka turns it up in that playoff in the playoffs every year. You're gonna get guys like Paxton. I don't even know how Paxton's doing. I don't think he's doing very well, or at least he was injured. But you're gonna get those guys to hit. Stan's gonna come up clutch. You can't you can't take off of them. And another hot take: Give me those Toronto Blue Jays in the wild card. I'm telling you, dude, the Toronto Blue Jays will come out and get hot. I, I know that may sound okay. shocking, but they're young and they with they're young and they don't have experience in that. That's oh, trust me. I love I love Vlad Junior and Bo Bichette. Exactly. Bichette, yeah, Bichette, you're right. And, I love and them then too. I like I said they're they're What's young it? and they don't have yeah. experience. But that's the that's why I'm betting on them because they might come in a little blind, but that's okay. Sometimes it's okay. They'll come in. They're going to win games. They got a rotation. They got Hinge and Ryu. They they won't compete against New York. I don't think. I think it'll stop there. And of course, if we go to the World Series, of course New York and Cincinnati will be in, the, in that World Series championship, in that World Series matchup. Cincinnati gets by Los Angeles in seven games, and that's the World Series uh, prediction. And we're we're, we're going to save that for next week uh, when when the playoffs are set. But um, 
I'm going on a hot take, and I'm saying the Dodgers finally. No, do it. I, I just I, don't. Say it. I think they finally do it with Mookie Betts. I think I don't know why they're doing well this year, and I think they're going to do it. Well, you could have said this that last year. This year is their my year. Friend. They they do good every. Oh, they're doing good. They're the best team in baseball. Well, that's no, I agree, doing. but I agree, but this year, I I just see it. I we'll see. You know what? I, I think I will they do it. Agree with you if they sweep. If they sweep in the second round of the playoffs this year. So this would be the NLDS because in the first round, it is just a simple, uh, yeah, yeah, best of five series. So I think, no, it's a best of three. It is best of three, I believe. I don't know exactly how the the, uh, playoffs works this year. I haven't really looked into it. But if they can come out and and get on a hot streak and and win – Easily Agreed. in the playoff and the first two rounds and first two, then I'll give it to them. But I don't see it if they need, if they struggle to win in in the first first or second rounds. I, I no way, no way they can they could put it together against against a, a New York Yankees team who just who you know is built for the playoffs or or uh, an exciting A's team that is going to win no matter what. They're going to win baseball games. I mean, they've won baseball games all year, and so. Um, and like you said, we're just gonna have to wait and see, and hopefully our predictions are right. And we we can even talk about <laughs> some some teams who unfortunately have been eliminated from playoff contention early. Let's start with the Boston we're not talk Red about Sox it this year. With and that's all we wrote for this <laughs> podcast episode, folks. Uh, my name is Diamond Snedeker, along with co-host Andrew Brown, and the Red Sox will be back on top sooner than we know it. Uh huh. We're gonna we're gonna hopefully get some episodes out to you guys um a little more often. It's been a couple weeks. We've been pretty busy with school and stuff, trying to keep up with that. And we both work jobs, so we've been trying to really not. We've been focusing on those a lot, and not really the podcast. But we're gonna try and find like a Absolutely. slot each week, maybe once a week or a couple times a week, where we can get more stuff out to you guys and hopefully build a bigger audience. But yeah, I think. Um, I think this was a good Absolutely. podcast, and hopefully Absolutely. our predictions are right, and hopefully you guys enjoy yep. it. Yep. Let us we know. We'll see you guys next Absolutely. time. Absolutely. We'll see you. Have a good one, guys.